Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au. Father, I thank you. Thank you for that word. And Lord, I pray, Father, I thank you that it's been a blessing to be in your house up until now. And Father, as we briefly look into your word, those that are here, Lord, that you've spoken to, I thank you, Lord, that you continue to draw them to yourself. In Jesus' precious name, amen. You can be seated. Do you appreciate our, our worship team and all the beautiful people that we have? It's uh, the first time that we've had a choir at Rama Family Church. Uh, you, I think it's the start of a good thing. What do you think? Uh, we, we need to have a little more choir. And so I, I know it's coming. It's a great day. Uh, not only for those that are Christians, but even though the people out in the world, they don't know what a great day it is. Because uh, Easter, we celebrate the resurrection. of We sang it, we said it so many times already today. But there isn't anything more significant that happened in the history of the world than the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's the most significant thing that's ever happened. It was the greatest display of power, as the Spirit of God said uh, to us. There, there is, hasn't been a greater, we think, well, maybe a nuclear bomb is more powerful, but there hasn't been a greater display of power than when the Holy Spirit and the glory of God went into hell and raised Jesus from the dead. And so it's a great day. And it's the, the word uh, that came forth, as powerful as God is, he's gentle. And for some, you're here today, and he's talking to you, and he's loving you even right now. And so we're going to look briefly into the Word uh, real quickly. Uh, and before we do that, I wanted to let everyone know uh, that's, uh, here, uh, that starting next Sunday, the month of April is going to be a special month here. And uh, we just really encourage everyone to come. We, we're, we call it kind of like diversity and variety. And so there'll be something different every Sunday, different speakers, uh, different topics, but all under the same category. And it's going to be a wonderful month. Uh, You know, I I say that it's going to be a wonderful, I'm not going to preach in April. There's going to be a bunch of different people. But, you know, I I want you to learn something from that that I can sit and receive. I I have a little bit of travel. I'll be in New Zealand uh, next Sunday preaching in New Zealand. But I'll be here all the other Sundays, and I love sitting here and uh, we're going to have people in our church doing ministry, and we have some wonderful people in the church that have powerful things to share. So I encourage you to come back. It's for every age group. It's for every, every uh, it, it can be, it's going to be about relationship, but don't think it's going to be about marriage only. It'll, it's every aspect of relationship for young, for old, uh, for uh, married, for singles. So I really encourage you uh, to show up in April. Uh, next Sunday, uh, it starts off, uh, uh, my, my wife, Patsy, will have a panel up here, and she's going to be uh, talking to a few different people and having a panel, and so uh, I encourage you to come. Hey, and then uh, also, 
Did you guys hear about the family that didn't know anything about the Bible, really? They didn't know much about God. They didn't know much about Jesus. They didn't know much about the Bible. But they woke up on Easter Sunday, and they said, hey, it's Easter Sunday. Let's go to church. Let's try this out. So they got in the car, and they drove to church. And as they were pulling into the church parking lot, they saw the church sign, and it said, he is risen. He is not here. Uh, and, uh, and they said, oh, well... And they turned around and went home, and they'll say, Let, let's try it again next year. <laughs> but when we think of Easter, we think of uh, Easter eggs and Easter bunny and baskets and chocolate eggs and all those things. That's what many people think of. And the Billy Crystal comedian, I think he just was observing, you know, what what was going on, and he said this. He said, 2,000 years ago, Jesus was crucified. Three days later, he rose again and walked out of his cave, and now they celebrate with chocolate bunnies and marshmallow peeps and beautiful decorated eggs, and, he, and he's kind of being funny because he's a comedian. He said, I guess these were things that Jesus loved as a child. <laughs> you know, and so sometimes people, they, they try to figure out, you know, well, what, what's Easter really about? And it's not only about chocolate and all those kind of things. So Romans chapter 8 and verse number 34, it says this, it says, who is to condemn Christ? Jesus is the one who died. And then I like the way that this uh, is worded. It says, more than that, who was raised? More than that. Uh, I, I like that how it is written, Jesus died, but more than that, he was raised. Uh, the most significant thing that happened is that he was raised. And so we want to look into something today, and uh, Billy Graham, as you heard, that was Billy Graham preaching uh, there by video, and he said some things. Uh, we just want to look real quickly at two things today. The first one is simply proof of the resurrection, and the second one is the significance of the resurrection. And uh, so I like what Billy Graham said. He said, in Roman history, there isn't any more proof. If anything can be proven in Roman history more than anything, it is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So I'm just going to give you uh, some things to think about. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the proof of the resurrection. I'm going to spend a little more time on the significance. But if you're with us today, and maybe uh, you, you don't frequent church very often, and maybe you have some wonder, you, maybe you wonder, is Jesus you know, did he really, was he really raised from the dead? Well, here's a few things that you can think about, uh, and uh, even not only just now, but as you go, continue to think about him. Uh, and so we're just going to look at him. First of all, Jesus died by crucifixion. He was buried. His death caused the disciples to despair and lose hope. So the ones that walk with him, even that is a proof. The ones that walked so closely to him, they despaired and they lost hope because he was truly crucified before their eyes so that we know that he was crucified. And then we know this, that his tomb was empty. So his tomb, uh, they went, saw an empty tomb. The disciples had experiences that were literal appearances of the risen Jesus. And that is really big that the ones that loved him and walked with him after they had experiences with him. The disciples were transformed from doubters to bold proclaimers. 
because of the resurrection. The resurrection was their central message. And so that's what they preached more than anything. They preached the message of Jesus' resurrection in Jerusalem. That in itself is a big thing if you don't know that Jerusalem had a different religion than Christianity. And they, after Jesus rose from the dead, they were preaching the resurrection in Jerusalem. And then the church was born and grew, and it's been around ever since, and it's been growing ever since. It's the longest, nothing has been around longer than the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it continues to grow. And here's a big one. Orthodox Jews who believed in Christ made Sunday their primary day of worship. Big thing for them to make a change like that. James, that's the brother of the Lord, was converted to the faith when he saw the resurrected Jesus. James was like a family skeptic, and he was converted when he saw that Jesus rose from the dead. Paul was converted to the faith, and Paul was an outside skeptic, and we know that Paul the apostle killed Christians, and he uh, hated Christians, and he got converted. And then here's a few other ones, that the women that went to the grave, uh, Mary Magdalene and uh, Salome, and then we know that there's other eyewitnesses. And then one last thing, too, is that the disciples were willing to die for Jesus. And uh, we went to see a movie on Friday, and I really recommend the movie, The Apostle Paul. Has anyone seen that movie yet? And there was a powerful statement that, uh, that Paul made, and he said this statement, he said that people aren't willing to die, people that doubt, they're not willing to die, doubters aren't willing to die for a cause. And, and that's pretty powerful, because, you know, if you really believe that Jesus is alive, you'll, you'll be willing to die for him. And all of those early disciples, they were willing to die for him. They were not doubters. They knew that he was real. So that's just some things that you can think about as we even go from this place today. But I want to just slow down and give some scriptures about the significance of the resurrection. And so just uh, talking about the significance uh, and how, how, how important that is, okay? So if you think about this throughout history, there were people that died for different causes. And some of them died even for religious reasons. But all the people that died throughout history for different causes, none of them ever raised from the dead. Uh, there are people throughout history that started different religions and they died and they never rose from the dead. And so throughout all of history, there is only one that died and rose from the dead. And so it's very significant, the resurrection. And so this, uh, when Jesus walked on the earth, <clears throat> Jesus said so many things, and he did so many things, but many of the things that he said, they would have been nullified if he didn't raise from the dead. And it was, the resurrection was necessary so that all the things that he said could be verified, or we could say could, they're truth. And so uh, we want to keep that in mind. So here's the first one. We just want to look at four things today, why the resurrection is significant. And here's the first one. The resurrection proved Jesus was divine. Okay? The resurrection proved that he was divine. And, and I don't know if you ever thought of this, but the fact that Jesus died on the cross doesn't prove in itself that he is God. Because the day that he died, there was two other ones on the cross right on either side, and they died. 
they didn't raise from the dead. But Jesus is the one that rose. So just because he died wasn't enough. There had to be a resurrection, and that's what proved that he was divine. And in Romans chapter 1 and verse 4, here's how it says it. It says, and was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead. And so what you see there, it wasn't until his resurrection that he could be declared the Son of God. He, he was the Son of God as he walked on the earth, but it was the resurrection that put the final stamp on that he is the Son of God because of the re resurrection. Here's, a, here's another, uh, the, the Living Bible says it this way, a different way that it says it. It says, being raised from the dead, Christ was proved to be the mighty Son of God. And so you see that it was him being raised from the dead that proved that he was the Son of God. And then here's the second reason why the resurrection is significant. Because without the resurrection, the resurrection purchased the forgiveness of sins. And so we know this. Jesus suffered and he took our sins. He died and he went to hell. But however, without the resurrection, there, there would not be forgiveness of sins. There had to be the resurrection. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 17. It says, and if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. It was the fact that he was raised that we could have cleansing of sin. Without the resurrection, we would still be in our sin and our faith would be useless. The third reason that the resurrection is significant is because Jesus defeated death. Okay, so in Romans chapter 6 and verse 9, it says this, we know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. And so something to think about that when our sin was placed on Jesus because he was without sin, when our sin was placed on him is when he died spiritually, okay? Once he died spiritually, his physical death short, uh, came shortly followed. I'll say it a different way. Once he died spiritually, physical death soon followed. So first he died spiritually, he took our sin. Shortly after, he died physically. He died that way on the cross. So here's an important thing. His resurrection defeated both spiritual and physical death. All right, and then as a result now, because of that, and we see that scripture that he was raised from the dead, and because he, and death no longer has dominion over him, but because of what he did, mankind, we are now free of both things, spiritual death and physical death. And I want to show you two scriptures that prove that. Romans chapter 8 and verse 2 says, For the law of the spirit of life has made you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. And so until Jesus came and died, took our sin, and was raised from the dead, the law of sin and death wreaked havoc. It still is wreaking, for those that do not know Jesus, the law of sin and death is still wreaking havoc in their lives. But for us that confess him as Lord, when we confess Jesus Christ as Lord, we then are delivered from the law of sin and death, and now we 
are alive and we're under the law what does it say here the law of the spirit of life and so Jesus defeated death he died spiritually but when the Holy Spirit and the glory of God went into hell and quickened him and made him alive he became alive spiritually when we confess Jesus Christ as Lord we become alive spiritually and death spiritual death no longer has a hold on us because of the law of the spirit of life but it doesn't stop there there's even more and now look at this in 1st Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 51 it says but let me tell you something wonderful a mystery I'll probably never fully understand we're not all going to die but we are all going to be changed now what does that mean that, that we're not all going to die well they didn't know back then when Jesus was coming back so they thought you know they thought back then he could be back any day so they said hey well, we're not all gonna die so some of them thought they might be taken out before they died physically but then I like the way that says but we are all going to be changed so if Jesus comes back tomorrow none of us will die physically but we're all going to be changed so look what it says here you hear a blast to end all the blasts from a trumpet and in the time that you look up and blink your eye it's over on signal from that trumpet from heaven the dead will be up and out of their graves beyond the reach of death never to die again at the same moment and in the same way it will all be changed and so you see that Jesus redeemed us not only from spiritual death but also from physical death and so if you uh, if you're not happy even with your physical body there's gonna come a day you're gonna have a new physical body too and then in verse number 53 it says in the resurrection scheme of things this has to happen everything perishable taken off the shelves and replaced by imperishable this mortal replaced by immortal and so when Jesus rose from the dead he defeated spiritual death but he also defeated physical death and so we're born again and made alive spiritually but we're going to have new bodies and then uh, that last verse then it says then the saying will come true death swallowed up by triumphant life so we cannot lose once you accept Jesus Christ you're a winner forever and the fourth thing on why the resurrection is significant is this and uh, before I tell you I just tell you a story about my friend uh, I have a friend named Tim from my hometown in Ohio and one Easter morning he liked to jog and so he got up to jog before he went to church on Easter and as he was stretching and everything he said happy resurrection day Jesus and he thought you know that would impress the Lord and Jesus and the Spirit of God spoke to him and said happy resurrection day to you Tim and it was like revelation but I'm raised from the dead too so not only was Jesus raised but we're raised and we're seated with him and so the fourth reason why the resurrection is significant is because it completed our redemption our redemption was completed because of the resurrection so first Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 20 it says but in fact Christ has been raised from the dead he is the first of the great harvest of all who have died so he was the firstborn he is the first of a great harvest we're part of that great harvest uh, that because he died and then look at verse 21 so you see just as death came into the world through a man 
now the resurrection from the dead has begun through another man. And that man, of course, is Jesus. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given new life. And then look at verse 23. But there is an order to this resurrection. See, because of the resurrection, it completed our redemption. So there is an order to this resurrection. And here's the order. Christ was raised as the first. So he was raised first of the harvest. Then all that belong to him, if Jesus is your Lord today, you belong to him. So he was the first one. But then all that belong to him will be raised when he comes back. So there had to be a resurrection to complete our redemption. And Jesus was first raised. And then when you say, Jesus, I invite you to be my Lord, you are the next one that will go up when he comes back. Okay. And then look at verse 24. And then it says, after that, after, excuse me, but yeah, that's how it says it. After that, the end will come. So whether you believe it or not, there is an end coming. And the resurrection completed our redemption, and there is an end coming. Jesus will be coming back. There's a lot of people that mock that and doubt that, but he will be coming back. And after he comes back and gets us, it says then, the final thing is the end is going to come when he will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler and every authority and every power. So every ruler, authority, and power, that's spiritually evil, spiritual, and also every ruler and other power that would try to come against God and the Lord Jesus Christ, in the end, they're going to be destroyed. You know, it's really a good thing to be on God's side. It's really a good thing to be on God's side. So, Father, I'm going to pray, uh, and I'm going to pray for you guys. Father, I thank you for everyone that's here today. And we know that Jesus was the first one that was born from the dead. And that means there will be others. So I thank you, Lord, for as you are reaching out today with your love and your mercy and your compassion, that you speak in a strong way to anyone that would be here that doesn't know you as Savior, that has not confessed you as their Lord. I thank you for speaking to their hearts that they know that Jesus was raised from the dead and that they know that he loves and is Savior and desires them, Lord, that you desire them, that it's really strong. They feel you reaching out to them. Thanks for listening. We're always encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry to change lives. If you have a story you would like to share about how God is working in your life, please let us know and send us an email at church at If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at raymond.org.au.